I'm, I'm really speaking about all of humanity, you know, without exception of anybody, you know. And I, I know that um, a lot of the content in the songs is very heavy, you know, but uh, see, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. And I've just retired from the fantasy part because I realized that. Uh,
The audible version of tissues forming organisms Like particles splitting, I'm volatile, be wary of me The spawn of the sun and the earth be born on hollow ground Messed around and open up a goddamn yeah, portal spitting They call me VC cause I'm greasing rappers on they turf And plot revolts, they'll quote me later, Sega hardly spoke Cause I'm a quiet assassin with passion for fire Blaze the trails and leave the victims catching breath inside the smoke This the revival left at five rap, Harlem City Epitome of street survival rap, hard and gritty A law's math with a swag they can't master Cast from the blast of the Elohim, God is with me I spark fear in their hearts with 50,000 watts of light beams From out the deepest chasms of the darkness He's first, I leave my mark and they say they can't market it But these is gemstones, bezel cut, lane and gold copper Language so proper, I enunciate the doctrine Taking converts, you wonder why my name is so popular I came from a jungle made of concrete and conflict Ligers and them tigers and them bears held us hostage Where I learned the difference between authentic and imposters Where I turned my sentences to loaded guns and cocked them There I stayed alone, beware of sinisters and monsters Now I'm plaguing fingers in the center of a mosh pit I'm the center of your conscience The black dot, honey skin, the pinnacle of progress The future of music look brighter than the solar flare I'm blacker than Garvey, you whiter than the polar bear Hold it there, you don't want a saucer with the holy veil Box the crowd and leave my mic like artifacts, holy grail Matter of fact, you can call me the prophet I'm probably Jew Ali incarnate, so stop it This is a letter to them veterans and brolic ninjas Who fought blood wars, shots leading bodies crippled I'm trying to catch them before they end up as a homie victim Guess you call me past the saving cats with the phonic system They gonna block me Cause I'm not like these regular broads Speak revelations off the top like I'm channeling God And my my sisters keep a bell hooks And Audrey Lauren ass by me I protect the goddess with katana swords I'm type L like I'm typhoid, no vaccine You a hypochondriac, I live rap, you practicing I break rules like white boys in courtrooms Where that cracker George at the bounty Stop now make moves I'm sort of the rapper, the half the game been waiting on The other half is waiting to see who next they hating on But it don't matter cause I'm bread tough and Carbon form, give you plus lessons, then you see how knowledge born. Ha, the home of the gods.
Joyful exaltations and greetings to those who liberate themselves. Welcome to Women Wednesday. I'm your host, Mariama Tanay. Blessings, greetings, and love to all within the listening ear. Tonight's theme is the law of mentalism. The law of mentalism. We're going to start off in the praise up as there is nothing new under the sun that the Most High has not already revealed. Starting off with Romans 8, 5 to 8, 6. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Romans 12.2 And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Isaiah 26.3 That will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. 2 Timothy 1.7 For God had not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Philippians 2.5 Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Jeremiah 33.3 Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things, which thou knowest not. Ephesians 5, 15 to 16. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Proverbs 27, 12. A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself. But the simple pass on and are punished. Proverbs 27.17 Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Hebrews 4.12 For the word of God is quick 
and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Zechariah 4.6 Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Romans 1.20 For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. Even his eternal power and Godhead so that they are without excuse. Colossians 2, 9-10 For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. 1 Chronicles 29.12 Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all, and in thine hand is power and might, and in thine hand it is to make great, and to give strength unto all. 2 Peter 1.3 According as his divine power hath given unto all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. And last but not least, Zechariah 10.6 And I will strengthen the house of Judah, and I will save the house of Joseph, and I will bring them again to the place them, for I have mercy upon them, and they shall be as though I had not cast them off, for I am the Lord, their God, and will hear them. In Yeshua's name, our Lord, our God, hears us. So we must use the power of mentalism, one of the 12 universal laws. We're going to take a music moment and come back with tonight's theme, Blessings and Grace. <laughs>
Blessings and grace, and I'm back with tonight's theme, the law of mentalism. I'd like to start off with um, a reading from this book I came across, The Secret of Mental Magic, A Course in Seven Lessons, written in 1907 by William Walker Atkinson. And it says, the word mental is derived from the Latin word mentis, the mind. The Webster defines the English word as of pertaining to the mind. The definition of the word mind are more or less imperfect and unsatisfactory. Necessarily so, because men don't know the real nature of mind and can define it only in the terms of its own states. Perhaps this definition is as clear as any. By mind, we mean simply that by which we perceive, think, feel, desire, and will. So we may consider mental as meaning of or pertaining to that by which we perceive, think, feel, desire, and will. The second word, magic, was derived from the Persian word maj, 
meaning a priest. The Persian priests were wonder workers or magicians, the latter word being derived from the word magi. The name of the hereditary caste of priests of Persia and Medea. This Magian order or esoteric cult of the Zoroastrian priesthood represented the center of ancient occultism at that period of the world's history, and their influence was felt in all parts of the world and continues down to this time. So highly were its members respected and considered that the term wise men and magi were synonymous. The three wise men mentioned as appearing at the birth of Christ were known as the Magi or the wise men from the East. From the word Magi came the term magic, which Webster has defined as follows. The hidden wisdom supposed to be possessed by the Magi relating to the occult powers of nature. Relating to the occult powers of nature, mastery of secret forces in nature, having extraordinary properties, seemingly requiring more than human power. So we may consider the word magic to mean mastery of the occult forces of nature, the term indicating the existence of such forces and the possibility of the mastery or control of them. Now, I found that passage interesting as to what Mr. William Walker Atkinson wrote in 1907 and deemed as mental magic is just another way of um, reconstructing and reusing one of the seven hermetic principles, which is the principle of mentalism, the very first principle that's mentioned in the Kabbalion. The all is mind. The universe is mental. This principle embodies the truth that all is mind. It explains that the all, which is the substantial reality underlying all the outward manifestations and appearances, which we know under the terms of the material universe, the phenomena of life, matter, energy, and in short, all that is apparent in our material senses, is spirit, which in itself unknowable, and undefinable, but by which may be considered and thought of as an universal, infinite, living mind. It also explains that all the phenomenal world or universe is simply a mental creation of the all, subject to the laws of created things, and that the universe as a whole and in its parts or units has its existence in the mind of the all, in which mind we live and move and have our being. This principle, by establishing the mental nature of the universe, easily explains all of the varied mental and psychic phenomena that occupy such a large portion of the public attention, and which without such explanation are non-understandable, and defy scientific treatment. An understanding of this great hermetic principle of mentalism enables the individual to readily grasp 
the laws of the mental universe and to apply the same to his well-being and advancement. The student is enabled to apply intelligently the great mental laws instead of using them in a haphazard manner. With the master key in his possession, the student may unlock the many doors of the mental and psychic temple of knowledge and enter the same freely and intelligently. This principle explains the true nature of energy, power, and matter, and why and how all these are subordinate to the mastery of mind. The mastery of mind. One of the old hermetic masters wrote long ages ago, he who grasps the truth of the mental nature of the universe is well advanced on the path to mastery. And these words are as true today as at the time they were first written. Without this master key, mastery is impossible. The student knocks in vain at the many doors of the temple. The first of the seven laws or principles is given the name mentalism in the Kabbalion, along with the phrase, the all is mind, the universe is mental. Everything you perceive is a witness to the thought system you want to be true. You see what you expect, and you expect what you invite. Your perception is a result of your invitation. Your perception is a result of your invitation. I found that in the book called A Course in Miracles. There is nothing outside of you. Minds are joined, bodies are not. Now the principle of mentalism states everything is consciousness, meaning most creations start in the mind before it comes manifested into reality. The law of attraction is part of this concept. Energy, matter, and spirit, all. So what essentials do you need to know to take back control of your mind and thoughts? Now here are the first five mental strength laws of mind. Thoughts are things. Thoughts are things. They are real forces and they are energy and they are the cause of all of your effects. Weak and scattered thoughts are weak and scattered real forces. Strong and concentrated thoughts are strong and concentrated real forces. Thoughts are bi-directional. The mind is like a two-way radio. This is a sending and receiving station of thoughts. We are consciously, constantly affecting the outside environment with our thoughts and the outside environment, those people, groups, and communities we associate it with are constantly affecting our thoughts, particularly in sales. Thoughts are like magnets. Thoughts that are thought with emotion become magnetized and attract similar and like thoughts. Any thought that has emotion attached to it changes the dynamic and the energy of the thoughts. They take 
the directions you give them. Minds follow directions. Minds follow directions. They take the directions you give them and they follow them. Provide a little description and the mind goes to work representing the information on our internal mental screen. Like a movie director, minds use the information as instructions for our mental cinema. So this explains why the following are very important questions for our states. What directions are you giving your mind? What are the default instructions that you've learned to give to your mind? What instructions did your parents or teachers provide you about yourself, life, and others? And how useful are those instructions? The law of mentalism, this principle reveals to us the very reality of the divine essence of the entire creation, the supreme spirit of the Most High, the Father that makes for eternity of everything beyond the appearances of the phenomenal world through the supreme game of his almighty and determining will, the Most High creates everything in himself, out of himself, through the absolute power of his mind, in the supreme self-giving, first occulting himself, then revealing himself in the supreme game of self-recognition, in this world of phenomenal appearances, that although it is nothing more than a mental projection, faces us with the supreme paradox. Therefore, Hermes Trismegistus teaches us that beyond the universe of time and space, there are always hidden the substantial reality, the fundamental truth. That which is the fundamental truth, the substantial reality, has no need for a special name, yet the enlightened people call it the all. In other words, God. The all, the Most High God, creates in its infinite spirit numberless universes which exist for billions of centuries, and yet for the all, the Most High God, the creation, the evolution, the decline, and the death of a billion universes would seem nothing more than a blink. The infinite spirit of the all is the bosom of the universe. Understanding the law of mentalism allows us to easily master the laws of the mental universe and to apply them to our continuous growth and inner development using the process of mental transmutation as it was revealed by Hermes Trismegistus. The spirit, as well as the metals and the elements, is able to pass from one state to another, from one degree to another, from one condition to another, from one pole to another, from one vibration to another. This hermetical transmutation is a mental art. Everything is mental in nature. All that is physically created is mental in essence because the essence of everything is mind. 
This explains many circumstances, such as psychic phenomena. Even our actions arise from thoughts. What we think we shall become. Reference to this law, the law of mentalism, is in the Bible in Matthew 9.29. According to your faith, so be it unto you. Matthew 17.20. If you have but the faith of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. John 1.1. 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And applying the law of mentalism is to first decide, what do I want? What do you really want? And you really want to get crystal clear on this. Crystal clear. If you aren't sure about what you want, then sit down and make a list of what you don't want. And then make a list of the opposite. Sometimes it's easier for people to know what they don't want before they know what they do want. And keep polishing it until you have your goal or desire honed to such a degree that even thinking about it makes you smile. It's important to understand that which you desire must first exist as conscious ideas before they become physical realities. Remember, perception is reality. The world is how you choose to view it. You choose. The world is all mind. So you are a constant creator. Similar to how the absolute creates universes, you shape your life and the world through your mind and heart. Your thoughts, emotions, feelings, and beliefs are real things and powerful waves of energy. By thinking and feeling, you are sending them out into the unified energy field and literally creating your life and contributing to the co-creation of life in the universe. Your mind functions like a magnet and attracts to you experiences according to your thoughts, creating your life consciously. So you have to work with your thoughts. You have to observe your thoughts and the character of them. And responsible creating. While you're consciously creating your life by using the energy of your thoughts and emotions, it's essential to remember the law of divine oneness and to create in harmony with all living beings and the Most High. Raymond Hollywell explains this beautifully. Your desires and ideas are like seeds you plant in the soil, but these are planted in the soil of the mind. After planting thought seeds, you cultivate them, nurture them, and guard them well until the harvest time. Then you will reap all that you have sown, and abundantly. Of course, he who has the cleanest and most fertile garden will enjoy the best returns. The mind force is creating continually like fertile soil. Nature does not differentiate between the seed of a weed and that of a flower. She produces and causes both seeds to grow. The same energy is used for both. And so it is with the mind. The mind creates 
either good or bad. Your ideas determine which is to be created. So create consciously in Yeshua's name. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the go and gnosis. Blessings and grace. I know I find I know myself in a high one way. It's a whole heap of folly. I take place. See? And the reality is most decisions in Irish have been done through the masculine element. Which you know say is transient and temporary. It's no surprise that the final say female sisters we know have the strongest feminine element rising in a very serious way. I don't know what earth say anytime a species in danger. Because the species survive through the feminine element, the feminine element will rise. Some of those want a sister who find themselves extremely energized, panic about it, you know. It is a natural thing. One must use that as an awareness of one's role in this time because it can't work no other way, you know. I tell you, every sister, I'm bridging, it cannot work any other way. And I reassure don't really make any errors. Them sisters that we say manifest the energy of the nanny, of the maroon, you know, the Sekhmet from out of Kemet, you know, the Shiva from out of India. You know, we can go on and on and on and represent the Empress Naya Bingi. The Empress has manifested himself in so many different forms, in so many disguises. But just as all know, so the lioness is the one who really protects the pride. You saw the Ayatle who really protect Ayanai species in this time, you know? Can you hear what brothers and sisters? African underground spiritual folk song. I thought you open the show. Who I want to be is who I am to be because that's just how she made me. Listen, listen. My way of life is never going to be accepted by people in my lifetime. That must mean I'm just supposed to start doing it. God will accept it. Most high will accept it. Shoot, I don't know. Dumb, blind, can't see. Deaf and can't hear. Where you gonna stand to? When you can't bear to. Stomach truth. Can't run away. Can't run to me. You must sit in it. With your eyes open, I know it's been a minute, but you already made commitments. Never change the digits. The chemistry, you must admit it. You knew it all along. God is number one call. That when you think of falling, you fall. And if the youth's thinking that's all, that's all. Who I want to be is who I am to be, cause that's just how she made me. Was looking for the one, he was looking for good company. She was gas smiled, her spirit tell her brother, okay, come for me. Prepared to be who she had to be. Gotta say what I gotta say, do what I gotta do. Ain't just gonna be pushing through like a slave. These are not the days, and they turning over in their graves. Haven't finally got in any sleep while we sit and weave out and internally. Who I am to be is who I wanna be, cause that's just how she made me. Run away, can't run to me. You must sit in it with your eyes open. Can't run away. 
to me I'm a sitting in With your eyes open Who I want to be is Who I am to be cause That's just how she made me Who I want to be is Who I am to be cause That's just how she made me
Blessings and grace, and I'm back with the go and gnosis, your news infused with consciousness. Starting off with voanews.com, Kenyan government faces backlash after Chinese contract leaks. The Kenyan government is struggling to respond to revelations that a multi-billion dollar contract with China may imperil its sovereignty. According to the Daily Nation newspaper, details of the loan for the Standard Gauge Railway, Kenya's largest infrastructure project since independence, emerged Sunday when the nation published excerpts from 2014 contract between the Export-Import Bank of China and the Republic of Kenya. Beijing's infrastructure deals typically unfold in secret. The nation's reporting provides a rare glimpse into how China structures in terms of its loans. Now, according to the paper, the government has canceled planned appearances and scheduled emergency meetings to determine how to best navigate the latest in a series of damaging reports about the SGR's funding, construction, and operation. Now, as far as its sovereignty being in question, of chief concern is the language that details the scope of assets Kenya must forfeit if it defaults on the loan. According to an excerpt quoted by the nation, Kenya's largest independent newspaper, neither the borrower Kenya nor any of its assets is entitled to any right of immunity on the grounds of sovereignty. The contract also stipulates that Kenya must use Chinese goods, technology, and services in the railway's construction and operation, and a confidentiality clause prohibits the Kenyan government from disclosing the terms of the contract without Beijing's express consent. The excerpts provide some of the most tangible evidence to date that Beijing may engage in what critics, including the United States, characterize as debt trap diplomacy, lending designed to force countries into handing over land, minerals, or strategic assets when they default. The nation didn't reveal how it acquired the contract, nor how it determined its authenticity. But language in the document closely matches contracts VOA uncovered for projects tied to the Belt and Road Initiative, China's trillion-dollar global infrastructure plan in Serbia, Kazakhstan, and Guyana, suggesting the terms of the Kenyan loan from asset seizure and confidentiality clauses to stipulations about using Chinese vendors may reflect Beijing's lending practices across Africa and beyond. Last month, President Uhuru Kenyatta pushed back against claims that Chinese lending has hurt the country. China is not seeking to colonize us, but they understand us to our point of need, Kenyatta told Roundtable of Journalists, The Star, another Kenyan newspaper reported. We are ahead of the payment schedule, and so Kenyans must ignore any propaganda being peddled. I will continue to borrow, but develop, Kenyatta added. Despite ongoing controversies, some experts say that the railway could still be net positive for a country in need of infrastructure to support its long-term development. Moving forward onto NewZimbabwe.com, calls for diaspora protest at Zimbabwe embassies as government blocks the Internet. 
pro-democracy groups called on Zimbabweans in the diaspora to stage protests at the country's embassies after the Harar regime shut down the Internet as it launched a crackdown against civilians. Five people were killed in Monday's unrest, while dozens were injured, according to the Zimbabwe Association of Doctors for Human Rights. A government minister admitted that there had been fatalities, but did not reveal the number of the dead. The start of the so-called shutdown on Monday was characterized by violence in Harare and Balario, with youths blocking roads, forcing Kimbos to stop ferrying people to the city centers, and burning tires on the roads. Human rights groups reported that the security services then responded with a midnight crackdown, targeting civilians in the high-density suburbs. According to Zimbabwe Lawyers for Human Rights, uniformed soldiers and police officers randomly carried out door-to-door raids in Harare's Mavuku area, forcing entry into people's homes by breaking down doors and windows. The mobile phone network and internet were jammed, restricting access to social media platforms such as Twitter, Facebook, and WhatsApp, which has been used by activists to rally support for the protests as well as expose the security services crackdown. The blocking of social media sites by the Zimbabwe government show how delusional they are and their misplaced faith in the command politics of the 19th and 20th century, said losing presidential candidate Noah Menayaka. UK-based political commentator Alex Masaga added, the state can do a lot of bad things to citizens without the outside world getting a full picture as things happen. We must organize, not agonize, those in Davos start mobilizing. Human rights lawyer Doug Coltert added, these are total internet shutdown in Zimbabwe. VPNs are not working. All websites are down. The techie gurus got me back on for a few minutes to get this message out. Zimbabweans in the diaspora and our friends throughout the world, please keep up the campaign to hashtag switch back on ZW. Hashtag Switch back on ZW. The protests were triggered by government's weekend decision to increase fuel prices. The hike was announced by the president before he left for Russia on a three-day state visit. Now, according to the APnews.com, the president of Zimbabwe, whose country is facing its worst economic crisis in a decade, is visiting Russia in hopes of securing long-term loans. The president of Zimbabwe is meeting Russian president on Tuesday amid turmoil in Zimbabwe caused by the severe economic downturn and protests against fuel hikes in which people were killed. This is Zimbabwe's worst unrest since deadly post-election violence in August. Mawangawa told the state-owned RIA Novosi news agency before meeting with Putin that he will ask for Russian loans, but he did not say how much his country wants to borrow. He also said Zimbabwe would like to see Russian companies explore for gas and oil. The president of Zimbabwe is planning to attend the World Economic Forum in Switzerland next week to encourage international investment.
And moving forward on NDTV.com, President Trump praises Brazil's new president, nicknamed Trump of South America. Jair Bolsonaro is sometimes called the Trump of the tropics, as an avowed enthusiast for the U.S. leader. United States President Donald Trump likes Brazil's controversial new leader, Jair Bolsonaro, especially his nickname. They say he's the Donald Trump of South America. Do you believe that? Trump told a crowd at the American Farm Bureau Federation Convention in New Orleans. Bolsonaro is sometimes called the Trump of the tropics. As an avowed enthusiast for the United States leader, the ex-army captain who openly admires Brazil's former military dictators and their torture specialists apparently enjoys his new nickname, which is lucky for Latin America's biggest country. He's happy with that, Trump said. If he wasn't, I wouldn't like the country so much, but I like him. Trump said Bolsonaro who has vowed to forge a close alliance with Washington after more than a decade of left-wing rule in Brazil, is a great new leader. And on TheGuardian.com, Senator convicted over racist remark about Italy's first black minister. Roberto Calderoli, a far-right league likened Cecile Kienge to a orangutan, during a rally. A senator from Italy's far-right league has been given an 18-month prison sentence for likening the country's first black minister to an orangutan. Roberto Cataroli said during a party rally in July 2013 that whenever he saw pictures of Cecile Kienge, an MEP who at the time was integration minister, I cannot but think of the features of an orangutan. Cataroli argued his, his comments about Kiyenge, who moved to Italy from Zaire, now the Democratic Republic of Congo, in 1983 to study medicine, were playful banter. A court in Bergamo found him guilty of defamation aggravated by racial hatred, but it's not certain whether he will serve any prison time. The sentence will only become definitive once a process of two appeals has been exhausted, and terms of less than two years are usually suspended. However, Kiyenge said the verdict was a crucial result, especially at a time when racism was on the rise. And this is an African woman, Cecile Kiyenge. It is very important signal, she said. It means there are still judges who manage to keep watch over the political and public scene, and shows they are also trying to speak in the name of respect and dignity for people who suffer racist attacks for the fundamental rights. Words are weighty, and when they come from a politician, they risk having a very negative impact. It was among the most high-profile racist attacks against Kiyenge during her time in Enrico Letta's government. She also had bananas thrown at her during political events and repeatedly faced insults and slurs from other politicians, the majority whom were from the League, but also from Brothers of Italy, a smaller far-right party. So blessings and grace to Cecile Kiyenge and her strength in being Italy's first black minister and let her have protection in Yeshua's name. And we're going to move forward 
Onto SandraRose.com, former Chicago cop sentenced to six years in prison for fatally shooting Laquan McDonald. Jason Van Dyke, a former Chicago officer who fatally shot 17-year-old Laquan McDonald 16 times, was sentenced to 81 months in prison on Friday. Van Dyke was found guilty on second-degree murder in October, more than four years after Laquan's death. The ex-cop was found guilty of 16 counts of aggravated battery with a firearm, one count each time he shot Laquan. According to WPTV, Cook County Judge Vincent Gauguin sentenced Van Dyke only for the second-degree murder charge. A special prosecutor recommended that Van Dyke be sentenced to 18 years on the aggravated battery charges, but Van Dyke's lawyer pleaded with the judge to sentence Van Dyke only on the murder charge, saying it would be unfair to sentence him for 16 counts of aggravated battery since the bullet wounds caused Laquan's death. Van Dyke was given the opportunity to speak before his sentence was handed down. No one wants to take someone's life, even in defense of their own, he said, adding that he prayed daily for Laquan's soul. The prosecution called several black men to the stand who testified that they had run-ins with Van Dyke while he was on duty as a police officer. The first man, Vidal Joy, said that Van Dyke pulled his car over as he was leaving a gas station. He said Van Dyke put a gun to his head and called him the N-word. After three witnesses testified, Van Dyke's wife, Tiffany, and daughter, Kaylee, took to the witness stand. Tiffany Van Dyke pleaded with the judge to release her husband. My life has been a nightmare, she said. She added that her husband was simply doing his job. There was no malice, no hatred on that night. Tiffany Dyke begged the judge for leniency, saying her husband's life is over. He paid the ultimate price. He paid the ultimate price. The couple's 17-year-old daughter, Kaylee, read a letter to the judge saying she was bullied in school and had lost her friends over her father's actions. My heart sincerely goes to the McDonald family, but it's time to bring my dad home, she said in her letter. It's time for him to hug and kiss his wife and protect his family. Bring my dad home, please. Laquan's great-uncle, the Reverend Martin Hunter, also took to the stand to read a letter he submitted to the court. In the letter... Hunter said Van Dyke became judge, jury, and executioner the night he killed Laquan McDonald, who was walking away from Van Dyke when he was shot 16 times in 15 seconds. Speaking in his nephew's voice, Hunter said, Why should this person, who has ended my life forever, because he chose to become judge, jury, and executioner, and has never asked for forgiveness, be free when I am dead forever. A day before Van Dyke's sentencing hearing, three Chicago officers were acquitted of falsifying reports to protect Van Dyke. Blessings and grace to the family of Laquan McDonald and strength during this time. And let there be revelation and exposure to all the crimes 
of the dirty cops that are out here terrorizing people in Yeshua's name. And moving forward to McClatchedDC.com, Trump's prison plan to release thousands of inmates. Sweeping changes to federal prison system will allow tens of thousands of federal inmates to be released from prison over the next 10 years. But there's little data about who and where they are now. The legislation signed by President Donald Trump makes big changes to the treatment and rehabilitation of low-level federal prisoners. Qualifying inmates, mostly people who have committed low-level drug offenses, can earn credits to be released from prison early and serve the remainder of their sentences in home confinement or halfway houses if they participate in the plan's anti-recidivism programs such as job training, education, as well as faith-based classes. The Bureau of Prisons and Congressional Budget Office, which analyzed the plan for cost, estimated roughly 53,000 prisoners could be released over the next 10 years. There are roughly 180,000 current federal inmates, according to the Bureau of Prisons, which declined to comment on which facilities would be impacted. It wouldn't be prisons in any one specific location, but generally those classified as minimum security facilities or prison camps, said Derek Cohen, director of Texas Public Policy Foundation's Center for Effective Justice, which supported the reforms. Some of these places don't even have fences right now. The Congressional Budget Office also said it did not have data broken down by location. There are 120 federal prisons located across the country, including in Fort Worth. The new law, which is called the First Step Act, retroactively applies changes Congress made to drug sentencing laws in 2010 which experts say will allow between four and 6,000 current prisoners, including the 53,000 estimate, to immediately qualify for supervised release programs. They're not going to be released the next day. They're going to go on what's known as community supervision for three to five years, as was stipulated when their actual sentence was handed down, Cohen said of those inmates. The CBO report did not take into account changes made to the bill that excluded some types of violent offenders, such as people who use a firearm in their crime, from being able to participate in its programs. These are ones that generally house much lower-end offenders, folks that would be in the minimum to low-risk category by the law's risk assessments, but also by their security conditions. The First Step Act faced intense debate on Capitol Hill, over what type of prisoners would be eligible for its programs. Some conservative lawmakers fought the plan all the way up to its congressional passage this week. According to that, it didn't take enough precautions to keep violent offenders from getting out. Advocates for the plan argue its reforms have already been successful in a handful of states, including Texas, Georgia, Mississippi, South Carolina, and Kentucky which implemented them at the state level and saw a significant reduction in crime. 
focus and strength to those tens of thousands of inmates and their families that'll be affected and that'll be coming home. And um, hopefully there'll be really good fundamental job training, education, and faith-based classes available to them that can help keep them on the straight and narrow path in Yeshua's name. We're going to take a music moment and come back with technology. Blessings and grace. No tell your friend them your secret Them alone can reveal it Watch all your talk and speak it No tell them your secret Them get squeezed them reveal it Shh. No tell them your secret Them alone can reveal it Watch all your talk and speak it No tell them your secret Them alone can reveal it Shh. Yo 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 Loose lips Sing chips Shot too much, you lose your job, you get a pink slip Clear angel now walk with weakness Shot too much, you know you have to get dismissed With information about myself, me no take risk Now tell your friend your secret or your business Suffering a wolf in a frack, them a leeches We have to tell them this, Now tell this, your friend this. them your secret Them alone can reveal it Watch all your talk and speak it Now tell them your secret Them get squeezed, them reveal it now tell them your secret, them alone can reveal it Watch how you talk and speak it Now tell them your secret, them alone can reveal it Shh. Yo, watch your friend and me, watch them like ark Never ever trust a shadow after dark Smiling on your face and them a chat you like dark Me know why you in a me heart I couldn't go down see devil in him Friend me, you know we have them many I'm on full coming like ten a penny Me know why you drink none of me any No tell your friend them your secret Them alone can reveal it Watch all your talk and speak it No tell them your secret Them get squeezed them reveal it Shh. No tell them your secret Them alone can reveal it Watch all your talk and speak it No tell them your secret Them alone can reveal it Shh. When last your enemy do you nothing? Know? You know why you drink none of me any? You know see how your friend them always do you something? Smiling on your face and I chat you like dog You know why you eat on me heart Friend me you know we have them many I'm on full coming like ten a penny Me know why you drink none of me any Now tell your friend them your secret Them alone can reveal it Watch all your talk and speak it Now tell them your secret Them get squeezed them reveal it Shh. Now tell them your secret Them alone can reveal it Watch all your talk and speak it Now tell them your secret Them alone can reveal it Whenever opportunity needed So I declined and undermined All of these here talents of mine Got them inside till I realized I had to look my fear in the eyes
Blessings and grace, and I'm back with technology. Starting off with Engadget.com, U.S. judge rules that feds can't force fingerprint or face phone unlocks. All logins are equal, regardless of whether they're passcode or a biometric unlock. Authorities can't force people to unlock devices with their faces, fingers, or irises, a magistrate judge from California has ruled. Forbes has uncovered a nine-page order denying the search warrant for an investigation looking into a Facebook extortion crime. While the judge admits that investigators were able to establish probable cause for the warrant, she called their request to unlock any phone on the premises with biometrics overbroad. The request wasn't limited to a particular person or device, and authorities would have been able to get everyone in the house to open their devices. Magistrate Judge Candace Westmore stressed that law enforcement doesn't have the right to force people to unlock their phones, even with the warrant, thereby declaring that biometrics are equal to passcodes. Courts commonly allow biometric unlocks because judges don't consider body parts testimonial. The reason being, people have to give up passwords and passcodes verbally and willingly, so they're covered under the Fifth Amendment protections against self-incrimination, Westmore wrote in her ruling. If a person cannot be compelled to provide a passcode because it is a testimonial communication, a person cannot be compelled to provide one's finger, thumb, iris, face, or other biometric feature to unlock that same device. The undersigned finds that a biometric feature is analogous to 20 nonverbal physiological responses elicited during a polygraph test, which are used to determine guilt or innocence and are considered testimonial. Westmore noted that technology is outpacing the law and that government has other means to solve cases. In this particular instance, investigators can obtain messenger communications from Facebook itself with the proper warrant under the Stored Communications Act. According to Forbes, Facebook has been willing to hand over messages to authorities for a significant number of previous cases, so there's really no reason investigators can't go that route. While Westmore's decision is out of the norm, it can still be overturned. EFF senior staff attorney Andrew Crocker said it's worth noting that courts are beginning to look at these issues on their own terms. And moving forward on independent.co.uk, China grows first ever plant on the moon. China has successfully germinated a seed taken to the moon for the first time any biological matter has grown in space as a part of an unmanned lunar mission which aims to help inform long-term space exploration. The aim is not just to successfully grow plants, but also to make them flower, which, if all goes to plan, will happen toward the end of a 100-day experimental period. The Chinese moon lander is carrying a sealed container with soil, cotton seeds, rock crest rapeseed, and potato seeds, yeast, and fruit fly eggs. The idea is that the contents of the pod will create a self-sustaining environment for life off of our planet. This would mark a major step in how lengthier space voyages could provide food sources for astronauts without having them to return to Earth for supplies.
China's National Space Administration released a picture of the sprouting cotton seeds on Tuesday. Professor Liu Hanlong of Chengqing University, who led the research, said that rapeseed and potato seeds had also germinated, but the cotton seeds were first to sprout, according to the South China Morning Post. We have given consideration to the future survival in space, learning about these plants, growth in low-gravity environment would allow us to lay the foundation for our future establishment of a space base, Mr. Liu said. And on Psy.org, AI-controlled checks to boost security and speed up traffic at EU borders. Traffic across the European Union external borders is on the rise, as is the threat posed by illegal immigration. As over 700 million people enter the EU each year, this puts considerable pressure on border agencies that must adhere to strict security protocols, while at the same time ensuring the smooth flow of traffic into the EU. Increased international trade and more sophisticated criminal activity make border checks even more challenging. Therefore, authorities need to provide a fast and efficient border clearance process while also safeguarding the safety and security of checkpoints. The EU-funded iBorder Control Project is developing a two-stage procedure designed to speed up land border crossings and at the same time improve security using a combination of state-of-the-art technologies. The iBorder Control System aims to reduce the time that law-abiding, non-EU citizens spend at land border checkpoints while further employing lie detection technology. They're going to be employing lie detection technology at the EU border checkpoints to help border guards identify illegal immigrants and prevent crime and terrorism. We're employing existing and proven technologies as well as novel ones to empower border agents to increase the accuracy and efficiency of border checks, said Project Coordinator of European Dynamics Luxembourg in an article posted on the European Commission's website. These technologies utilized include an automatic deception detection system, an automatic Deception detection system, biometrics verification, fingerprinting, and palm vein scanning. Palm, I've never heard of that before. Palm vein scanning, face matching, document authentication, and a hidden human detection tool. A hidden human detection tool. Additionally, Integrated border control analytics, risk-based assessment, and a system used to cross-check travelers' information from social media or legacy systems are also being employed. As stated on the project website, iBorder Control will use these technologies to collect data that will move beyond biometrics and onto biomarkers of deceit. Biomarkers of deceit. Biomarkers of deceit. The two-stage procedure 
Before arriving at the border, travelers register and upload all relevant travel documentation through an online system using their mobile phone, tablet, or computer. Travelers are then asked a series of questions by an avatar and their nonverbal micro-expressions are analyzed to determine whether they are lying or not. To improve the system's accuracy, the avatar is personalized to match the traveler's gender and language. Potentially illegal crossings are flagged so that the border guards can conduct more detailed checks. The second stage of the procedure takes place at the border. Travelers previously flagged as low risk undergo a brief reevaluation of their documentation. Biometric checks are used for identity verification for travelers crossing the border with the vehicle. An additional check is conducted to detect if there are any humans inside. Trials of Border Control, Intelligent Portable Border Control System, are soon to begin at land border crossings in Greece, Latvia, and Hungary. Over the next six months, their three partner countries will be testing the technology at four different crossing points. So this is what's happening to boost security at the borders and what they hope to spread throughout the future. And on CheatSheet.com, jobs in these states are most likely to be taken over by robots. Starting off with Arkansas, there are some industries there that are prone to automation um, more than others. According to the Arkansas Economic Development Commission, several of them are key industries in the state. The food and beverage industry is one of them, as Arkansas is home to Tyson Foods. With that in mind, it should be no surprise that over 640,000 jobs are being at risk of being automated in the state. 640,000. Hawaii. While tourism, Hawaii's largest industry, according to the Department of Business, Economic Development, and Tourism, seems likely to be taken over by robots anytime soon, there are several other large industries that have grown along with, to, with tourism that could potentially be automated. Things like manufacturing and even the service industry are at least partially vulnerable to automation. The reality is that over 330,000 jobs are potentially at risk in Hawaii, which is considerable since it's the eighth smallest United States. Idaho. There's a lot more to do in Idaho than potatoes. According to Idaho's commerce website, key industries in the state include aerospace, energy, and food production. And the state's aerospace industry is actually leading the push toward automation with an unmanned aircraft systems program. The state's commerce website estimates that the autonomous systems industry will grow in the next 15 years to $89 billion dollars. While Idaho appears to be embracing the idea of automation, the state is at risk of losing over 360,000 jobs to robots. Oklahoma. Oklahoma's Department of Commerce lists five major industries as the backbone of the state's economy on the website. 
Of those five, several are industries most likely to be taken over by robots, such as aerospace, transportation, and even agriculture. In fact, over 840,000 jobs in the state are at risk of being automated. While it may seem like a stretch that industries like agriculture could be in danger of becoming automated, the truth is most developments in automation can be applied to multiple industries. So advancements in autonomous vehicles could very likely lead to autonomous farm equipment. West Virginia, many of West Virginia's key industries are ones that are susceptible to automation, including fulfillment distribution, manufacturing, and aerospace. Companies like Amazon have already made significant strides in automated fulfillment facilities. In fact, Common Sense Robotics, an Israeli startup group, launched its first automated fulfillment center in 2018. As more advancements in automations are made, more jobs will be at risk, including over 370,000 in West Virginia. In Alabama, is home to many medical device companies. So many, in fact, that medical devices is one of the state's leading industries. Healthcare is one of the most major industries that is vulnerable to automation, especially as more research is performed and discoveries made. But that's not the only place Alabama workers stand to lose jobs to robots. Other key industries include distribution and food production. All in all, there are over 1 million jobs in danger of being taken over by robots. And Texas. As the second largest U.S. state, it makes sense that Texas would have proportionally more jobs at risk than any other state on the list. However, the actual amount is truly jaw-dropping. Texas has over 6.5 million jobs at risk of being taken over by robots. According to Smart Asset, the jobs most at risk are retail salespeople, fast food preparers, and office clerks. Texas is also a big manufacturing state, according to the Texas Economic Development website, and that's one industry that's very susceptible to automation. Florida. While the tourism industry is certainly booming, there are many other key industries that keep the Sunshine State at work. Among those are logistics and distribution, financial services, and manufacturing. According to Enterprise Florida website, financial services may seem like an unlikely industry to be automated, but the truth is many companies are now turning to AI technology to keep up with the increased amount of financial data. All in all, over 4.6 million jobs are at risk in Florida. Mississippi. Mississippi has over 600,000 jobs at risk of being taken over by robots. Among the large number of at-risk jobs are a lot of cashiers and material movers, according to Smart Asset. Some of Mississippi's bigger industries are also vulnerable. From agribusiness and aerospace to manufacturing and healthcare, thousands of jobs stand to be taken over by robots and put Americans out of work. South Carolina. Like many states, South Carolina's biggest industry includes some of the most vulnerable to automation. Over 1.1 million jobs are at risk in that state. There are also numerous jobs that are very low risk of being taken over. Smart Asset notes that police officers and general managers 
are generally safe from being automated. That being said, even law enforcement has a use for robots. Some agencies are employing robots to help patrol communities, and it has become more commonplace to use robots on bomb squads. Montana. Agriculture is by far the largest industry in Montana and also fairly susceptible to being taken over by robots. But that's not where it ends. Smart Asset reports that other occupations like retail cashiers and salespeople in that state have at least a 90% chance of being automated, while over 250,000 jobs in the state are at risk. All hope is not lost. Trades like electricians have a low risk of becoming automated. Trades like electricians have a low risk of becoming automated. And Louisiana, over 1 million jobs at risk in Louisiana, approximately 70,000 of them are cashier positions, according to Smart Asset. This is not unlike many other states, since cashier positions have a 97% chance of being automated in the future. If you think about it, self-checkout kiosks are not that uncommon anymore, and an increasing number of stores are installing them while simultaneously reducing the number of lanes available for real cashiers to man. And Wyoming, Smart Assets estimates that over 149,000 jobs are being at risk of being taken over by robots in Wyoming. Like many other states, cashiers, Retail salespeople have a target on their backs, but there was also a significant number of tractor-trailer drivers and construction equipment operators at risk in the state. Between the aforementioned occupations, that accounts for approximately 17,000 of at-risk jobs in Wyoming. And South Dakota. South Dakota comes in at number two, with over 240,000 jobs at risk, over 58%, 58% of the total jobs in that state. Cashiers, retail salespeople are on the front line with jobs most likely to be automated. There's also a significant number of truck drivers, construction equipment operators, and material movers that have a significant risk of losing their jobs to robots, according to Smart Asset. And number one is Nevada. The number one spot is Nevada, with over 760,000 jobs at risk, nearly 60%. Nearly 60% of all jobs in the state, according to Smart Asset, as far as what jobs are more likely to be vulnerable, there are many of the usual suspects, including cashiers, retail salespeople, and waiters. The problem for Nevada is the sheer number of jobs in the state due to the booming tourism industry. Even gaming dealers have a high risk of being automated. So this is what's happening in these 15 states that I mentioned. Nevada, South Dakota, Wyoming, Louisiana, Montana, South Carolina, Mississippi, Florida, Texas, Alabama, West Virginia, Oklahoma, Idaho, Hawaii, and Arkansas are the states most likely for the jobs to be taken over by robots. Adjust the sales when the wind changes, okay? And on businessinsider.com, 
Bill Gates warns that nobody is paying attention to gene editing, a new technology that can make inequality even worse. Bill Gates recently described a cutting-edge scientific technique called gene editing as the most important public debate we haven't been having widely enough. Gene editing has been used in the United States as a one-time treatment for disease, but Chinese researcher recently said he helped create the first genetically edited babies. The first genetically edited babies. Many more people should be paying attention to gene editing and what it could do, Gates said. Gene editing is one of the most promising new approaches to treating human disease today. It also raises enormous ethical questions. Bill Gates recently warned and could make inequity worse, especially if it's available only for wealthy people. I'm surprised that these issues haven't generated more attention from the public. He said in December blog post, adding that this might be the most important public debate we haven't been having widely enough. Gene editing allows scientists to make powerful, precise changes to a person's DNA, typically to fix a defective gene. Ethical concerns about what the approach might be used for have long existed, but it came to a boil recently when a Chinese researcher said he had played a role in creating the first genetically edited babies. Gene editing has already taken place in humans and in the U.S. as a one-time treatment for disease, but unlike those efforts, the Chinese scientists' work would allow genetic changes to be passed down to other generations. It quickly sparked backlash, with many researchers describing the project as concerning and unethical. Gates' warning, released as part of the billionaire's philanthropic 2018 wrap-up, appears to have been prompted by the recent news. I agree with those who say the scientists went too far, Gates said, but something good can come from his work if it encourages more people to learn and talk about gene editing. And on GovTech.com, Louisiana enters the era of the digital driver's license. The digital driver's license. About 77,000 Louisiana motorists have downloaded the license app since the statewide launch of the L.A. Wallet in July 2018. While law enforcement accepts the DVL as a form of identity, the retail sector remains wary. Drivers in Louisiana may want to leave their driver's license at home as long as they remember to take their phones as they head out the door. The state has recently introduced a digital driver's license that resides on smartphones, making Louisiana an early adopter of technology that moves from one of the most ubiquitous pieces of government documentation and identification from the wallet to mobile devices. I'm all for technology, remarked Rep. Ted James, a state legislator from Baton Rouge who introduced the bill in 2016 to allow for a digital driver's license. James' interest in technology seems to gel with the state commissioner's motor vehicles, who was also interested in exploring technology improvements around driver's license. The bill was passed about two years ago and then took another year for Invoc, a private software development firm, based in Louisiana, 
to develop the app. The digital driver's license, sometimes referred to as a DDL, officially launched in July of 2018. So, to get a digital driver's license, Louisiana motorists need to first download the free LA Wallet app, which then sets up the process to get their virtual license, which costs $5.99. So, so far, about 77,000 people have downloaded the app, with about 41,000, or about 2-3% to of the driving population who have activated the purchase of the license. So, Iowa is one of the states developing a DDL as well. Other states like Colorado, Idaho, Maryland, the District of Columbia have piloted digital driver's license projects. However, a statewide rollout of these programs have not yet occurred. So this is a new thing, a digital driver's license and app on your phone. And on independent.co.uk, Chinese schools scanning children's brain to see if they're concentrating. A United States-made device could be used to collect the data on 1.2 million pupils. A United States-made device. Headbands that monitor concentration by reading brain signals have been trialed on thousands of Chinese school children. The device could soon be used on millions of students across China, according to the U.S. tech company, which designed them. Massachusetts-based startup BrainCo says its Focus One headband can help teachers identify pupils who need extra assistance. However, neuroscientists have questioned the device's effectiveness and the technology has also raised privacy concerns. The headbands use electroencephalography, EEG sensors, to detect brain activity when the wearer is engaged in a task. The devices were worn by 10,000 schoolchildren aged between 10 and 17 during a recent trial in China. According to new scientists, teachers monitored pupils' attention using an app. Teachers monitored pupils' attention using an app, which received information from the headbands. Lights on the front of the devices also show different colors for varying concentration levels, flagging to staff if students are not paying attention. Students also played a smartphone game aimed at improving their concentration for 25 minutes a day at home. Brain co-founder and chief executive Bi Ching Hong said the trial led to improved grades among participants who also needed to spend less time on homework. The company has signed a deal to provide 20,000 headbands to a Chinese distributor. Our goal with the first 20,000 devices, each of which will be used by multiple students in school to capture data from 1.2 million people. So it sounds like they want to have color-coded concentration. Can you imagine? We're going to take a music moment and come back with Herbnology. Blessings and grace.
blessings and grace, and I'm back with Herbnology. I'm going to be talking about the benefits of cloves. Cloves offer many health benefits, some of which include aiding in digestion, fighting cancer, protecting the liver, boosting the immune system, controlling diabetes, and preserving bone quality. They also contain anti-mutagenic and antimicrobial properties, along with fighting against oral diseases and headaches, while also displaying aphrodisiac properties. Cloves are one of the spices indigenous to Asian countries like Indonesia, India, Pakistan, and even areas of East Africa. They're a popular flavoring agent used in a variety of ways across the world. So clove has been used for thousands of years in India and China, not only as a spice and condiment, but also a medicine for many ailments. Ayurvedic medicine used cloves for tooth decay, halitosis, and bad breath. In Chinese medicine, clove was considered to possess aphrodisiac properties. Ground cloves are traditionally applied to minor cuts for healing purposes. Clove tea is popular as a warm beverage to relieve congestion. Clove oil relieves headaches, flatulence, as well as reduces stretch marks. It's also popularly used as a bug and insect repellent. Just add a few drops to water and see them vanish. The health benefits of clove include better digestion. Clove improves digestion by stimulating the secretion of digestive enzymes. Cloves are also good for reducing flatulence, gastric irritability, and nausea. They can be roasted, powdered, or taken with honey for relief in digestive disorders. The award-winning expert on naturopathy, Dr. H.K. Bakori, in his book Herbs That Heal, Natural Remedies for Good Health, says this herb is also an effective remedy for chronic diarrhea and dysentery. It has antibacterial properties. Cloves have been tested for their antibacterial properties against a number of human pathogens. The extracts of cloves were potent enough to kill those pathogens. Clove extracts are also effective against specific bacteria that spread cholera. It has chemo-preventive properties. Chemo-preventive properties. Cloves are of interest to the medical community due to their chemo-preventive or anti-carcinogenic properties, meaning anti-cancer. A study published in the Oxford Journal, Carcinogenesis, has shown that they are helpful in controlling lung cancer at its early stages. Research suggests that oleonocic acid present in cloves causes anti-tumor activity, and another study showed that the eugenol found in cloves has anti-cancer potential against cervical cancer. It has liver protection. Cloves contain high amounts of antioxidants, which are ideal for protecting the organs from the effects of free radicals, especially in the liver. Metabolism in the long run increases free radical production of lipid profile while decreasing the antioxidants in the liver. 
Clove extracts are helpful in counteracting these effects with its hepoprotective properties. It has diabetes control. Cloves have been used in many traditional remedies for a number of diseases. One of such diseases is diabetes. In patients suffering from diabetes, the amount of insulin produced by the body is either insufficient or it's not produced at all. Extract from cloves imitate insulin. Extracts from cloves imitate insulin in certain ways and help in controlling blood sugar levels. This is confirmed in a study by Dr. Ratna Chakraborty Prasad at Vanderbilt University School of Medicine in Nashville. It has bone preservation properties. The hydroalcoholic extracts of clove include phenolytic compounds such as eugenol and its derivatives such as flavones, isoflavones, and flavonoids. These extracts have been particularly helpful in preserving bone density and the mineral content of bone, as well as increasing tensile strength of bones in a case of osteoporosis. It has anti-mutagenic properties. Mutagens are those chemicals that change the genetic makeup of DNA by causing mutations. Biochemical compounds found in cloves, like the phenylpropanoids, possess anti-mutagenic properties, says a study cited by the Journal of Agricultural and Food Chemistry. These were administered to cells treated with mutagens, and they were able to control the mutagenic effects to a significant rate. Immunity Booster Ayurveda describes certain plants to be effective in developing the protecting the immune system. One such plant is clove. The dried flower bud of clove contains compounds that help in improving the immune system by increasing the white blood cell count, thereby improving delayed type hypersensitivity. As anti-inflammatory properties, cloves possess anti-inflammatory and pain-killing properties. Studies on clove extract administered to lab rats suggest that the presence of eugenol reduced the inflammation caused by edema. It was also confirmed that eugenol has the ability to reduce pain by stimulating the pain receptors. It also cures oral diseases. Cloves can be taken for gum diseases like gingivitis and periodontis, Clove bud extracts significantly control the the growth of oral pathogens, which are responsible for various oral diseases, as per a study conducted by the Dow Institute for Dental Research and Periodontics Department, University of Iowa. They can also be used for toothaches due to their pain-killing properties. Aphrodisiac properties. Spices such as clove and nutmeg have been said to possess aphrodisiac properties, according to Uni Medicine. Experiment on clove and nutmeg extracts were tested against standard drugs administered for that reason. Both clove and nutmeg showed positive results. And cures for headaches. Headaches can be reduced by using cloves. Make a paste, a few spice buds, and mix it with a dash of rock salt. Add this to a glass of milk, and this mixture reduces headaches quickly and effectively. Now, 
The side effects of clove, clove oil must not be used directly. Instead, it must be diluted in either olive oil or in distilled water. Clove oil must not be used directly. Instead, it must be diluted in either olive oil or distilled water. Clove extract oil is generally considered to be safe. And clove cigarettes in Indonesia, cloves are consumed on a large scale in the form of cigarettes, popularly known as Cretex. These clove cigarettes have emerged as an alternative to tobacco cigarettes, but research shows that clove cigarettes are actually worse than conventional cigarettes. In the case of clove cigarettes, the amount of nicotine, carbon monoxide, and tar entering the lungs was higher than that from normal tobacco cigarettes. So clove, it aids in digestion, it boosts your immune system, protects against liver infections, helps to control blood sugar levels, gives relief from inflammation and pain, beneficial in preserving bone density, it helps to cure gum disease and has anti-inflammatory properties, and it's also a cure for headache, and it has aphrodisiac qualities. So check out Clove and research the nature of the Most High for your healing needs. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment. Blessings and grace. In life, you must always remember your cause and focus a fight to attain it. Remember, it is the wise who build their foundations on rock, just I and I foundation and blessings.
les citoyens du monde. La cohabitation, elle n'est pas facile actuellement. Et pourtant, c'est ce qu'il nous faut. Cette cohabitation, cette acceptation d'autrui, cette acceptation de la différence, cette acceptation de l'être humain en général. Alors, il n'y a qu'un seul pas à faire. Accepte l'autre. C'est tout.
Blessings and grace, and I'm back with the metaphysics of the moment as we explore the metaphysical meaning of mind. By the term mind, we mean the most high, the universal principle, which includes all principles. As an aid in understanding how the universal mind creates, we can observe the action of our own mind because we are the offspring of the one mind. We bring forth in like manner. The son can do nothing of himself but what he seeth the father doing. For what things soever he doeth, the son also doeth in like manner. John 5.19 Man is the consciousness of the one mind, has no sense of apartness. Through affirmation, he can attune himself to being. Transmute his thoughts into ideas and accomplish the seemingly impossible. The starting point of every act and thought and feeling, the common meeting ground of God and man. God is mind, and we cannot describe the most high with human language, so we cannot describe mind. We can only say, I am mine, I know. The most high is mine, he knows. The mind is the seat of perception of the things we see, hear, and feel. It is through the mind that we see the beauties of the earth and sky, of music, of art, in fact, of everything. That silent shuttle of thought, working in and out, through cell and nerve weaves into one harmonious whole, of myriad moods, of mind, and we call it life. An affirmative state of mind, a binding, holding process. If man affirms his unity with life, substance, and intelligence of God, he lays hold of these spiritual qualities. The three phases of mind is the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and the superconscious mind, called the Lord. The superconscious mind transcends both the conscious and the subconscious phases of mind. The harmonious working together of these three seemingly separate minds is necessary to the bringing forth of the latent possibilities of man. Now, metaphysically, by the term mind, we mean the most high, the universal principle of causation, which includes all principles. Mathematics is a principle that is in its field illustrates the exact and inexorable laws 
that are one with the manifestations of the Most High, or the mind. There is nothing but mind and thought, principle and its mode of expression, the things made or externalized, or simply effects, and of themselves would quickly pass away, but mind and thought are one and inseparable, self-existent and ever-active, the cause of all that appears. An understanding of the Most High or universal mind is a key to all scriptures and occult writings. In the story of creation as told by Moses, which is metaphysically correct, all things were brought forth by God, said. God said, let there be light. God said, mind, thought. And the metaphysical meaning of thought Thought is a product of thinking, a mental vibration or impulse. Each thought is an identity that has a central ego around which all its elements revolve. Thoughts are capable of expressing themselves. Every thought clothes itself in a life form according to the character given it by the thinker. The form is simply the conclusion of the thought. One of the truths of metaphysics is that thoughts are things, that the mind of man marshals its faculties and literally makes into living entities the thought that it entertains. It's also a foregone conclusion. The word things expresses poorly the active and very vital character of the thoughts to which the mind gives life, substance, and intelligence. We may see many inanimate things around us in the material world. If we compare our creative thoughts with them, we get an inferior conception of the marvelous ability of our mind and its creative capacity. Thought is controlled by the right use of affirmation and denial, by the power of the mind to accept and reject. This power of the mind is the I am. And it's through the avenue of expression, I am, that thought control, dominion, and mastery are obtained. Thoughts are controlled by the mind through its power. To say yes or no, hold a thought, is to affirm or deny a certain proposition both mentally and audibly until the logic of the mind is satisfied and spiritual realization is attained. So the surrounding mental climate created by each person in accordance with the character of his thinking, thoughts of negation build an antagonistic and a discordant atmosphere. Thoughts of love and prosperity, of health and faith, create a harmonious mental atmosphere. And thought vibrations, mentalism, Energy sent out by the force and power of thought. All who are in like planes of consciousness with the thinker of the thought receive these thought energies. So you're receiving me, awake and aware ones, these thought energies that I'm sending through this frequency. In this way, telepathic messages are sent and received. When one sends thoughts in personal consciousness, The process is laborious and dangerous. 
There is a law of spirit that equalizes all forces generated by the mind. This law is in keeping of divine principle. There is neither success nor safety in using thought energies without guiding wisdom. And mental, the mental atmosphere, the surrounding or prevailing mental influence, your mental attitude, thoughts, and words are creative or destructive influences in your world. The practice of daily training of the mind through denials of error and the affirmations of truth. A basic mental premise is the original preposition of truth that serves as the ground for affirmation, such as all is good. Make that your mental premise. All is good. All is good. And the attitude, the state of mind, in relation to some matter or situation, a mental position, attitude of mind toward environment determine the nature of man's environment. Attitude of mind toward environment determines the nature of man's environment. A positive attitude draws the good. A negative attitude draws the train of sin, sickness, poverty, and death. For as he thinketh within himself... So is he. Proverbs 23, 7. An influence. The metaphysical meaning of influence is the emanation or infusion, especially of a spiritual or moral force. One's mental attitude, thoughts, and words are the creative or destructive influences in one's world. Do not say, I am sick, I am poor, I am unhappy. Say, I am well. I am well. I am at peace. I am at peace. I am wealthy. I am wealthy. Make that the influence. And going a little deeper into the Nag Hammadi library to the Gospel of Thomas, um, Yeshua says, Come to know what is in front of you, and that which is hidden from you will become clear to you. For there is nothing hidden that will not become manifest. Yeshua said, Blessed is he who was before he came into being. If you become disciples of mine and listen to my words, these stones will serve you. For you have five trees in paradise that do not change during summer and winter, and their leaves do not fall. Whoever comes to know them will not taste death. For you have five trees in paradise that do not change during summer and winter, and their leaves do not fall. Whoever comes to know them will not taste death. Mind, idea, thoughtfulness, consideration, reasoning, some translations would include intention or volition. The pentad is an attempt to put into words the distinctive powers of faculties that humans are considered to share with the supremely divine. In the Acts of Judas Thomas, it says, Come, messenger the five members, mind, thought, reflection, 
consideration, reason. What we in our ignorance call the self is really an interplay of the five mental elements and the physical body, a combination of faculties shading into each other, consciousness, sensation, concepts, perception, and volition. Yeshua said, If they say to you, Where have you come from? Say to them, We have come from the light, from the place where the light came into being by itself, established itself, appeared in their image. If they say to you, Is it you? Say, We are its children and the chosen of the living Father. If they ask you, What is the evidence of your Father in you? Say to them, It is motion and rest. The Book of Thomas the Contender, the illumination of the invisible by the Savior's light. And Thomas answered, Therefore I say to you, Lord, that those who speak about things that are invisible and difficult to explain are like those who shoot their arrows at a target at night. To be sure they shoot their arrows as anyone would, since they shoot at the target, but it is not visible. I'm shooting my arrow. I am a Sagittarius. (laughs) Yes, when the light comes forth and hides the darkness, then the work of each will appear, and you are light, enlightened, O Lord. Yeshua said, It is in light that light exists. Thomas spoke, saying, Lord, why does this visible light that shines on behalf of men rise and set? And the Savior said, O blessed Thomas, of course this visible light shines on your behalf, not in order that you remain here, but rather that you might come forth. And whenever all the elect abandon bestiality, then this light will withdraw up to its essence, and its essence will welcome it, since it is a good servant. Since it is a good servant. So you have to strengthen your light and strengthen your vibration and strengthen your ability to control your mental. And according to Acts, Judas Thomas, come messenger of the five members, mind, thought, reflection, consideration, and reason. Mind, thought, reflection, consideration, and reason. Utilizing the power of the divine within to emanate and effectuate change over your circumstance. We're going to take a music moment. Blessings and grace.
Disruptions of emotions manifesting in just my inner vision When I try to reconnect in my breath It's getting heavy, I bereave the hidden phrases That just can't seem to make their way into the forefront of my mind I'm running out of time, I gotta find my way back To a linguistic type of tongue that's intact And in fact, if I'm not on track My rhythmic dialect will disturb Our overture of love and words If I could just remember the words to say With what's within my meaning is slipping I mean there's no definition I'm falling into submission I'm black out, faking now I'm closer to knowing the words I was going for Then I don't know where I'm coming I'm uttering nonsense Can't seem to slip as God's mind eyes like I'm not just the word about it is you and I Falling apart in the black pit That stirs all of my forgotten words If I could just remember the words Thank you for joining me for another offering of Women's Wednesday. I'd like to show love to the frequency that accompanies me, the music. That was a Kenya, absent-mindedness, Soulfricans, sex in Africa, Obliv, Chakma, Cohen, yeah, I still do music, Sun Ra, Godspell, Bodhisattva, featuring less Nubians, beautiful humans, Bodhisattva, featuring KB, Mamosity, Reach from the Heart, Sister Mary, Can't Fool I, Echo Deep, Taos War Dance, Natalie Rise, featuring Dre Island and John Nine, Evolutionary, Cohen, Yeah, I Still Do Music, Part 2, African Roots, Eight Prophets, Fear Factor, Bonnie Bordeaux, Claire Angel, Natellum Your Secret, Afro Brothers, Drum Soul, Musica, Tana, Roots, Ja Nine, Fem Nine, Knife, The Winan Brothers, featuring the Clark Sisters, Dance, Louis Vega Remix, War Dolphin, 
Inspiration, Love Joys, Ja Light, Earthology, The Whitefield Brothers, Sa Rock, True Mastery, Ja Nine, Baptized. Remember that you are water. Cry, cleanse, flow. Remember that you are fire. Burn, tame, ignite. Remember that you are air. Be still, focus, decide. Remember that you are earth, ground, build, give. Blessings, grace, love, and strength to all.